Hey everyone, Michael Anthony here. Van Halen, Chickenfoot, Sammy in the Circle. But anyway, you're listening to the only podcast that is dedicated to breaking down the entire Van Halen catalog one track at a time. And the podcast will rock. Ow! Hello, baby! Welcome back, all you rockers, rockettes, and everything in between. You have joined us for a new edition of And the Podcast Will Rock. We are the show that dives into the catalog and discography of one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, Van Halen. We do it one track at a time. I am your co-host, Mark Kamire. With me, as always, Corey Morissette. Corey, are things better now that you're in home base? They are, uh, technically and, and otherwise. Uh, as I mentioned last week, we had a big uh, live telethon in my neck of the woods. We ended up raising uh, the goal for the for the 33-hour telethon for a town of 11,000 people was $350,000. And when we went off the air, we had $350,053. So we made ah, our goal nice. by $53 in the final minute. So uh it, it was a lot That's of fun amazing. that broadcast and yeah now i'm back home i'm getting ready for a second telethon next weekend but uh i'm tired i'm ready for some pick me up music and for some van fucking halen and there's a lot of television for the canucks but hey you know what are you gonna do it's uh it's for a good cause it's for charity so <laughs> uh, right. congratulations on that one let's hope the next one is uh less stressful for you but uh very profitable Absolutely. for for the charities um that would be great it would be great. And you know what also is great? When we have guests on the show, when we have guests that also are uh, actively participating in the discussions on our uh, social media posts that actually have great takes and uh, very good things to say most of the time uh, when we discuss a track. And what a treat. What a treat. We have one of our most frequent guests on the show with us today. Please join us in welcoming Tom Armbruster. I am hoping I am pronouncing your last name correctly. How are you doing, Tom? Friend of the show. I'm doing hey. fabulous. And doing well, doing well. And no, you, you absolutely cannot mispronounce my name. Um, <laughs> my seventh grade uh, principal in front of an entire class assembly called me tom Armbuster, and so if, <laughs> as long as you avoid that we're fine Good. look at oh, as someone yes. who is yeah, as someone who has had their last name frequently uh mispronounced in every way you can possibly imagine for 35 years i get there it. it is oh come on come All on right. Kamire, really? Try being a Morset <laughs> with two r's and two s's and two <laughs> we've had more seti we've had everything See, I can I can imagine people uh, misspelling it, you know, leaving off a oh, T yeah. or an R or something. But Morissette to me is pretty straightforward. But then again, again, thanks to people, Atlantis, I have well, been called. Say, yeah, thanks my, to Atlantis. My, but my question would be, how how often do you get asked about Atlantis? So there it is. Quite a bit, actually. And and yes, for those who want to know, I am very distantly related to her. My grandpa said that the Morissettes that landed on Eastern Canada. We're too stupid to know how to spell their name correctly, so they dropped an R. And that's why her name is spelled a little different ah. than mine. There it is. 
you heard it here, folks. All Canadians are related. It's a, it's all one big circle, <laughs> distantly, but any case. But uh, hey, that's fun. That's some fun stuff. But look, yeah, I, I won't even get into the details of how many times my name's been mispronounced and what variations I have heard. Some of it would shock you. But we're not here to talk about names. We're here to talk about Van Halen. Yeah, woo indeed. That's what we do <laughs> on the show. Uh, that's why you come here. Corey, do we have anything uh, in Van Halen news that we can talk about, or do we just go straight to the rock and pole? You know what? Uh, I'm looking on uh, Van Halen News Desk. That's where we get all of our Van Halen news from. And uh, I haven't been on the internet much because I've been working a lot, but apparently David Lee Roth released another studio slash live track no. from those sessions. This time he did You Really Got Me. <laughs> Oh no. no. Yeah. No. I haven't listened to it yet. Do you guys want to play a little bit of it? I really sure. don't, but Let's I feel like we have to. It. We, yeah. we, we, we kind of do. All right, Here's a little guess. bit. Of, Tom said us to it. Yeah. All right. This is the David Lee Roth uh, fourth uh, release from the uh, studio sessions. This is You Really Got Me. I'm old enough to get that reference. Thank you, Tom. I'm old enough to get that reference. <laughs> oh boy. You know, oh. I he, they he almost had me. He almost had yeah. me uh convinced that, hey, you know what? Maybe this won't be so bad. And then very quickly, very quickly, it goes <laughs> straight down the Sideways. toilet. Yeah. Good yeah. God. Well, Look. already right off the hop, I, I wasn't digging the guitars. Like Eddie does that so much better. And no offense to Al yeah. Estrada, who's a really good guitar player, but it just and the tempo was slower. And then uh, yeah, the tempo's weird. The the guitar tone, yeah, like no offense, yeah. but just the the tone just just didn't was, sound was right. There a, was there a phaser on that guitar, or is that just the audio distortion from the broadcast? There's probably okay. a phaser on the okay. uh, in the effects, perhaps. I, I didn't know uh, that was distortion on my end or whatever, but yeah, I wasn't I wasn't digging it. But um, again, Dave sounded like he was going to go pretty strong into it, and I was sure. I allowed myself to be optimistic, and then suddenly, I don't know, did he forget how the lyrics go, or did he just decide this is a vocal change right. I'm doing because I do not want to go higher up any more in the register than i have to which that's kind of a a bummer but yeah. it just he just sounds tired i'm sorry he just he just sounds tired you know who among us has not wanted to walk into a convenience store and say give me a bottle of anything with a glazed donut but i mean so the so dave the, the dave attitude is solid i grew up on the dave attitude i have some dave in me I think we all do, especially as Van Halen fans. But when it comes to the singing, I mean, I've seen them live. I saw them on the Sam and Dave tour, and they, you know, when they were switching openings. And if if Dave had closed that show, I would have walked out. 
because it was wow. just not, I mean, and that was back in whenever, I don't even remember how long that tour was. It's been 20 years. Yeah. yeah. Said, if, if that, more than that, actually, because anyway, yes, I'm dating myself, but the Gong Show thing did that already. And <laughs> exactly. the point is, I mean, God bless him for, for giving it a swing, you know, but uh, here we are. Yeah, I don't, I think his, well, I can't even be sure that when I say I think his heart is in the right place, I'm not sure that's true. I don't know where. I, I don't know what the he's, point he's got of a, doing He's got a showman's are. heart. He wants to, he's got to be the show. He's got to be the center of attention. That's kind of Dave's thing. You know? It is, and but I, so I feel why... like, I just yeah. feel like he, there's so much, but there's something else. Do you? There's something else. This isn't the one, Dave. This isn't yeah. the one. Um, or the fourth, rather, since this is the fourth track they've decided <laughs> to uh, re-record. I, I just, I don't think this is the move. Um, but I, I'm sure there are listeners that we have right now, and there are plenty of people out there that are jamming this going, oh, look at Dave. This is awesome. Uh, good for sure. Dave. He's, he's keeping it real. This is why we are pro-Dave all the time. Fuck Sammy. And to those people, I go, congrats. With a question mark? I don't know. <laughs> well, and I, I go back to what the the the, the David Lee Roth guys on the DLR cast said when they're yeah. like, he, "He's what is the point? Because you're not releasing these commercially. Yes. There, there's no like you can't buy these tracks. There's no CDs or anything. You're just releasing them to your YouTube page, just randomly yeah. as you go. Uh, obviously, it's saying. kind of an, yeah, it's an ego thing. But uh, even that, like, I agree with everything Tom said, but. To that end, when you want to like you know put this out, and maybe that's the end goal, he'll release all like twelve or whatever on his YouTube channel, and then put out a, a digital album and a vinyl album and all that kind of stuff. But right now, and the DLR guys even said they've talked to people in Dave's camp, and even Dave's camp is like, we don't know what the fuck he's thinking. Mm. <laughs> I mean, to, to be fair, you know, again, Sammy in the Circle um, did fair. the lockdown sessions where they did all the covers, and then they popped an album out after that. So. It's not it's not entirely unprecedented. Well, and Dave likes to be the center of attention, right? So earlier we had Wolfgang getting a lot of headlines for his brilliant performances as part of the uh, Taylor Hawken tribute, and both of them. And now we have Sammy the Circle releasing a new album, so maybe he's yeah. just trying to trying to cut into that a little bit. Like, hey, don't forget about me. Do you think that's what this is? Do you think this is just an ego play? Like, like this is this is supposed uh, his way of trying to lord. Over the two of them? I think everything David Lee Roth has ever done in his life is an ego play. <laughs> that is a fantastic I, yeah, point. You're um, not wrong. <laughs> but, I'm, but I mean, I don't know. I guess at a certain... Well, all right. I was going to say at a certain age, you just kind of have to, dare I say, grow up. I don't know. Oh, no. Kind of get... But then I remembered uh, there's another individual in the rock community who is uh, just as old, if not older, who has no idea what that means and um you know i i'll just okay i'll go ahead and say it uh gene simmons just doesn't he doesn't know when to stop he doesn't know when to stop that's it's fine. fine um that's relevant to the show there's a correlation with van halen gene, gene simmons we've talked about sure, it before sure. er, you know eric Sinnott just talked about it it's fine um but yeah i'm pretty sure he his age uh predates even that of dave so oh yeah, yeah some men just cannot let some things go in terms of uh ego i get it um but i tell you this has been a humbling experience watching dave go through this and uh watching the ego just never die this is humbling uh i will take these notes to heart for my future <laughs> <self>. <laughs> 
But anyway, and you know what? Well, whatever makes him happy, whatever floats your boat, right? If doing mm-hmm. this, uh, it, it, you're yeah. getting your jollies out of it. More power to you. You were the front That's man. Not, wanna, yeah, yeah, it's not going to deter, deter my love for Van Halen, uh, Dave Diamond Dave era. Like you know, again, I have to point that out, you guys. I'm not anti Dave. Obviously, I love the Van. I love Van Halen when he was part of it. Um, but I love when Sammy was part of it, and I am more towards Sammy. You guys know this, and that's okay. Um, and I'm, and that's okay. I, I, I'm not anti Dave. I mean, I mean, look, brief brief history lesson. I didn't even. I barely knew Van Halen existed before 1984, and ah. then, and I, I heard I heard Jump on the radio, and I'm not going to lie, I hated it. Mainly because they kept playing it over and over and over, and it was I was just sick of the song. Oh yeah, and I then get I that. Met, and then I met a kid in high school who was a guitar player, and he's like, "No, no, no! See, jump isn't the whole thing." And he made me a mixtape with "Fair Warning" and "Women and Children First on it, and I popped that tape into my Walkman, and it didn't leave my Walkman for nine months. Uh-huh. So I got steeped in it, and I I love Dave's vocals on those albums. I love yeah. da- all yeah. of all of Dave's studio stuff top-notch i love it you know the the guy talking back and forth a little the problem is when you get live you know and eddie even said it when he was watching when he would go to a led zeppelin show and he'd say you know he'd watch um god help me i'm blanking on on the guitarist for led zeppelin oh jimmy Jimmy page Page. jimmy page sorry like you you hear jimmy page on the album and he sounds great but if you play like a a kid with a broken arm on, on stage then what's the point? So <laughs> Eddie's kind of proven, proven making the case there is all I'm saying. That's hilarious. But uh, yeah. And, and I mean, again, I have always been a big proponent of a live show can make or break your act. And if you are putting out some impressive uh, uh, musicianship on record, then you really have to be able to, uh, to bring that out in a live show. If not make it better. And uh, a lot of, especially vocalists, cannot do that. And that's, that is one of the main reasons why I'm more pro-Sammy than I am pro-Dave, because I know Sammy can do that shit live. Uh, well, Dave, and you know not what? so much. Absolutely not so much. But to that end, uh, just two nights ago, I went and saw Styx uh, in concert for the first time. And th- that's not a band oh, wow. on, on record that I, I really dug mm-hmm. too much. Like I like Come Sail Away and, and Lady sure. and, and Renegade and that kind of stuff. But uh, I went and saw Sticks live. They were phenomenal. Like Tommy Shaw, for a guy well into his 60s, sounds phenomenal. Uh, Lawrence Cowan, uh, a great Canadian, was all over the stage mm. running around. He nailed the fuck out of Come Sail Away. Like, they sounded amazing, and they, they kind of converted me into a Sticks fan. So you're right. Uh, yeah. If you can deliver the goods live, you know, that's huge. That's a very big thing, and good for Sticks, man, because, yeah, Sticks, they've been around for a very, very long years. time. So, 50 yeah. years. 50 years. Wow. That's in- that's incredible. Hey, you know what? Um, Nancy so Wilson opened for him. Nancy Wilson opened for Woo! him without Ann, and she, again, like uh, the, the girl she had singing for her was fantastic. No Ann Wilson, but still really good, but Nancy Wilson can still kill it. They did, uh, actually, speaking of Led Zeppelin, their closer was rock and roll, and it was mm-hmm. just one of the better shows I've seen in the last, like, 10 years. That's amazing, man. That's awesome. And shout out to uh, the Wilson sisters. Uh, uh, I Again, I know for a fact they sound amazing live as well uh, to this day. So get, you know what? Do not count out the older musicians, the, uh, the, the generational ones, because some of them actually can still bring it and you owe it to yourself to, to find out live for sure. Um, so I mean, the circle that, is right up there too. 
Yeah, exactly. Need uh, need we say more? Um, but I will say this, uh, Corey. I haven't taken a look at the dialogue happening on Twitter, uh, mm-hmm. but I did see I did see the uh, the poll results, and I'm I'm a little I'm I'm confused. Uh, would you mind please telling our listeners uh, what's going on with the rock and poll from last week's? Uh, as you guys know, we did sucker in a three piece. That's right, and, and we had Brian on from the uh, "You're All Doomed" Friday the Thirteenth podcast, which he was uh, phenomenal. I I can't wait. I love his podcast. Hopefully, we can get him back on. But we yeah, we rolled or we spun uh, sucker in a three piece. Um, we all eventually voted yay for it. Uh, gave it a what dreams are made of, but it was close. I know I was kind yeah, of wavering. Very close. Yeah, and uh, it, you know the poll was kind of close too. It's actually sixty percent to forty percent what dreams are made of. So. Uh, it, it was in the affirmative, but but not overwhelmingly so. I, I find myself confused because I was pretty sure, like even though us uh, three on the panel last week uh, gave it a yay, I was sure everyone would go absolutely not with this song. I, I was I was sure it was going to be just a landslide uh, nay, but it is not. <laughs> it's no, a and 60, actually, forty split. I tell you what, a lot of people uh, took your comment to heart about. And and uh, our friend Jonathan too, when he said, uh, "If you downvoted, explain why." So we actually have some comments uh-huh. explaining Let's why please, they downvoted. Yes. So if you don't mind, I'll get into those right now. Oh, I, please do. All right, our buddy Greg Zito said, "Gentlemen, another great show. Thank you very much for that." Thank Brian you. is exactly right about this track having the brown sound. The music is good, and so are the vocals, but the lyrics are too cringy, which I think both you and I agreed was was the case as well. <laughs> I had to concede that. Yes, it was true. <laughs> Uh, Gene says, far from Sammy's lyrical magnum opus, but the band in the chorus slash vocal pushed it into what dreams are made of for me, but not by much. There's another one that, that kind of <laughs> rides that line that we were on as well. Yeah. Uh, Der Urs, uh, who's becoming one of my favorite commenters, he always has great stuff. He says, a bit of a filler song, but still solid Van Hagar gold. So he's Look a little that, more positive yeah. maybe than, than we were on mm-hmm. that one. So thank you for that. Uh, yeah, our good buddy, old handsaw from the movie trivia days, Mark. Yeah. Uh, I love this story. He says, autumn of 88. I would play this B-side to finish what you started on the jukebox at our local pizza hut before band (laughs) practice. This would trigger our guitarist to hate play the intro when we were warming up. (laughs) You can always count on old handsaw to deliver the goods, no matter what it is. What a wonderful follow, that guy. Um, God bless you, old handsaw. Yep, that was I, fantastic. I know exactly what it is to hate play something. So <laughs> that's that's great. I love that. Uh, my Canadian brother Brian Peterkin, uh, and I'm going to be nice on Brian because he's an Ottawa uh, Red Blacks fan, and they're having a really bad uh, season in the CFL. He says, "Love this, a top five Van Halen song for me." So that's great that he Ooh. absolutely does. I know he's a big OU812 fan, and yeah, he a top five Van Halen song. That's uh, uh, a little bit of a stretch for myself. Uh, yeah, and yeah, probably that's a, that's a choice but good for you brian <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. Uh, lo- love brian good canadian boy thank you for that uh chaz mataz says this was the album where i was like what the fuck happened to eddie's tone sorry brian i heard nods <laughs> to page and gibbons and pursuit of the fourth chord solo tight but as a piece it was quote a piece in my book <laughs> so mark you're How the guitar you really player on the about battle. it yes <laughs> Not oh, a fan man. of the song. Uh, I mean, uh, his his tone. I, I don't. I didn't feel that Eddie's tone in the song was 
bad. Like, I don't think it went anywhere. I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't have that particular reaction to Eddie's tone. Uh, yeah, yeah, the uh, uh, <laughs> the fourth chord, that's hilarious just because uh, that, that, that goes to the old adage of rock and roll. It's like, all you need is three power chords and you're good. Um, right. Don't believe me? There's a band that made uh, an entire career of it. They're called Kiss. Um, I don't know why I'm <laughs> shitting all over Gene Simmons tonight, but it's fine. Uh, but I'm just saying, there it is. But I, I love it. Yeah, pursuit of the fourth chord. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I don't think it was a piece in the way that uh, he's he is addressing it, but I understand. Okay. Uh, Jeff Fisher says, I agree with all three of you. The lyrics at the beginning and end almost sank it for me, but the middle of the song saved it. Sometimes it happens. It's not the first time this has happened uh, on the show and with uh, Van Halen songs in particular. So I'm sure this won't be the last time. That's right. Uh, at Van Halen Vault says, by far my least favorite song on my favorite Van Hagar era album. Sort of blah, wow. feels like filler and goes too long. Funny, the middle breakdown seems like the spot for a classic DLR rap a la Panama. <laughs> Just the the spoken word like, all right, yeah. now. I found myself in this back alley. And there you were. And it, I, actually, no, that, that sounded more like Nick Cave. I apologize. <laughs> uh, Will, who uh, comments all the time, says uh, he was actually surprised. He said, wow, I would think Van Halen fans would love this one. So he's kind of surprised at, at the kind of 60-40 split here. Yeah, you're and just then, as uh, surprised as I am. <laughs> yeah. Some fella named Tom. I don't know. I never what? heard of him before. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, first, he said, I uh, haven't listened to the episode yet, but uh, Sucker in a Three-Piece is one of my least favorite Hagar tracks. I'll let you know if the episode changes my mind. And, spoiler alert, <laughs> I don't think it did. Because uh, your next comment, Tom, was uh, there was a review of 5150 that said, Sammy's lyrics makes you want to apologize to random women on the street. And that's the case here. I know Mark appreciates reasons for downvotes, but I just don't care for this one. So uh, the, great comment, uh, well, Tom. Do you want to expand on that? Yeah, really. It just, Please expand. I, it, it just didn't come together. I, I mean, I can't really explain it. Um, <laughs> you know, speaking of the guitar tones, they've been all over the... Honestly, they've been all over the map since 5150. You know, I mean, because it, it, if, you, if you go back and listen to 84... And it's, it's, this is what kills me because Templeman, you know, when he started, he was like, Eddie's guitar is the most amazing thing ever. Everybody needs to hear it. And what does he do? He shoves, shoves it over on the left channel. Why would you not have like from Van Halen one, put that thing in stereo, yeah. you know, bring it <laughs> yeah. out. Um, and, you know, Eddie was just experimenting with tones and doing this and doing that. And of course, OUA one, two being that, that record where there's no bass on it whatsoever um it did and uh, i don't know it's just uh it just didn't work it just didn't work fair enough fair enough fair enough. absolutely <laughs> uh false premise had a great quote here he says uh, for years and years i have skipped this track on ou812 because i remembered thinking the lyrics were lame uh your show forced me to reevaluate it and while i was right to a degree the track really does rip and is worth a listen so there you go have there you go false premise uh thank you yeah. for uh, opening your mind happy that we were able to help you with that yeah absolutely uh jonathan todd who's coming on the show i can't wait for that says great tune Ooh. great episode appreciate you both for continuing to being your lunch pail to the podcast uh, <laughs> having a little fun with one of the more uh, head scratching lyrics from sucker to three piece <laughs> <laughs> there are there are plenty it's fine <laughs> uh ray says it's a terrific lead but like others have said here the lyrics disappoint 
aside from the lead to me it sounds like it could be a song from another band and that is not high praise so maybe a little generic I guess little I stock could, for Ray. yeah maybe i could i could see that a little bit but again uh the solo really kind of is what saves the song for me anyway um uh, and there's a few other things too but m- mainly the solo I love this comment because uh, it led to a great reply, but it says, uh, Hypergamy explained utilizing advert nomenclature established by such nationally recognized brands like the Spearmint Rhino and the Golden Corral. Jesus you got that? Christ. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And then Chaz, I'm, I, I agree with Chaz's um, comment. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. I must be too stoned, not tracking at all. And I wasn't even stoned. And I, I had the similar opinion. And then Josh says, you are right where you need to be. Being too high does not exist. I might agree with you on that one. But uh, the, these words here, like if you're trying to make sense of them, at least to my simple brain, you failed. But uh, Well, especially me, I'm a Canadian. I don't know what Golden Corral is. That's a restaurant chain in the States, isn't it? It's a terrible yeah. restaurant chain in the States, yes. Uh, do, uh, do, do not all, ever all go need- there. Yeah, all you can eat buffet. Oh, yeah. um, even if even if Golden Corral terrific. was a sponsor, I would say do not go there. <laughs> it is Love it. no, you will be sick. You just you don't want to be there. Okay. Uh, C. Barnett says, "I love the intro and the guitar work is amazing, but this one falls into the Amsterdam category. The music is amazing, wow. but the lyrics are so completely moronic that the song is ruined. Long legs straight <laughs> up on her to her lunch pail." I hope Ed punched Sam in the face for that shit. <laughs> no, he, of course he didn't. I don't think he cared. <laughs> and then Chaz Mataz said, if it's the lunch pail, where is he eating? This one is back door for sure. Oh, yikes. <laughs> oh, our good buddy oh, Heath man. McCoy chimed in and said, by the standards of the Mighty Van Halen, the song is steaming hot garbage. Not only because of Sammy's <laughs> ham-fisted, dim-witted lyrics, which absolutely ruined the song, but really the whole band sounds uninspired and on autopilot. The textbook epitome of Van Hagar filler. Again, I'm not going to disagree with that, um, despite the fact that I did upvote it. Um, but again, it, it was by this much. You guys can't see, but it's a very, I'm holding up a very thin thread, uh, like, yeah, it's very thin yeah. margin. Okay. Um, well, and, so, yeah. uh, well, that much. Yeah, exactly. False Premise actually yeah. chimed in and said, I can't disagree entirely, but if I give it a score, it's at least a 52 out of 100. That's on the dream side, but barely. That's exactly <laughs> where I was too. So thank you for chiming in on that one. Uh, next, we have Kyle Anderson uh, saying, I like it. Not my fave. Those first verse lyrics were brutal. Oh, yes, they were. Yes, they were. Yeah, they were. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scott Monroe says, the chorus and solo make it what dreams are made of. It stands out as a pure rocker that could have existed on 5150 or even 1984. That's kind of a, a bold statement, isn't it, for either of it those is albums? a bold statement, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to retort to that. Um, sure. Tom, <laughs> a, would, would this have fit on 5150 or 84? See, I, I would say more 5150 than 84. I, I think Eddie, you know, again, if I owe you one, A12, um, they'd had at least one full tour tour with Sammy. They'd gotten to know each other better. Eddie was more comfortable stretching out. Um, and, of course, you know, as we've said before, as you guys have said before, Sammy's just a better singer than Dave. And, and although I would would have been curious to know what Dave's lyrics would have been, 
Me too. Because surely, surely they would have been better than than yes. the whole lunch pail thing. I, you I, are right. I, and I know. I, I maintain that no, they no. would not. No, yes, they, they would. would. Just as unintelligible. Um, oh, Dave is a much better wordsmith than Sammy. <laughs> I'll give you the vocal, but lyricist, come on. Except for come that one on. line, and everybody wants some that I'm still trying to. That's figure my out. thing, though. Like every time, <laughs> like every time you make it, a moonbeam. Yeah, exactly. Every time, yeah. You, <laughs> every time you make a case, every time you make a case where Roth's lyrics beat Sammy's based on a Sammy song, we then turn around and listen to a Dave song where I'm like, "What the fuck is he talking about? What's happening here?" Come on, we're we're gonna keep doing this dance until it's over. All right, that's true. Let's, let's move on. Thriller <laughs> Art says, <laughs> "Yeah, we still got like seventy-two of these shows to go, Mark. We're we're gonna get to the bottom." I know, of this I know, I know. <laughs> it's gonna be a while. Yeah, Thriller Art says, "You know when you put peanut butter in a dog's mouth? When I hear the song, I think I feel like that dog. There's something oh, wow. tasty about it, but the overall experience isn't that great." The dream is oh, over wow. for me, but not the worst song by any stretch. That is fantastic. I feel like he's what you don't want a spoonful of peanut butter in your mouth. Who doesn't want that? It's delicious. Have you yeah, ever seen yeah. a dog though? When you put a spoon, like I've done. Yeah, that it's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. I didn't say the song wasn't funny. It is funny. Uh, it's we got not two funny left. in a good way. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, Steve Harold says, great work by Ed Allen. Mike, uh, not singling out Sammy in that one, Mark. What do you think of I that? Love, that's my favorite so far of the tweets. <laughs> and oh, finally, the Rock Roulette podcast says, the production may be lackluster, but EVH was on fire during the 5150 to fuck time frame. This is a great deep cut from an album people seem to ignore. So... Big uh, OU812 yeah. fans over there. And that, my friends, are the Twitter comments. All right. Very active, very responsive. Thank you all for your your, your words. Uh, some of them were uh, 100% accurate. Some of them were just batshit nutty, and I can't figure it out. But uh, I'll get back to you on that. It's my it's favorite part of the week. Yeah, it's all entertaining. <laughs> I love reading the comments. I, we yeah. had one guy reach out. He wants to be on the show, and he said, I don't agree with you guys always, though. And I'm like, that's fine. Don't agree with us. Oh, like, God. Is, is it the yeah. same guy who keeps, like, no. saying, like, <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> so like, not- do, do not bring that guy on. <laughs> but thanks for still listening to the podcast. We appreciate Absolutely. you. <laughs> oh, man, we appreciate all of the listeners. Uh, all right. Um, well, with that said, what, what say you, we, uh, spin this wheel and see what, what grand masterpiece we have in store lyrically, because I'm, I'm curious <laughs> to know at this point. Well, we have to manifest. And I know after listening That's to right, uh, David, yes. uh, kind of, kind of butcher, you really got me. I want to hear you really got me from Van Halen one. So I'm really kind of hoping we spin that tonight. That would be really fun. Um, anything from Van Halen one, uh, would be f- fantastic uh tom you're our guest what is a particular van halen song you want to hear tonight i i have literally been thinking about this for like the last week and here's what i want here's what i want to manifest i actually want to manifest another one that's on the fence i want to manifest a song that engenders good conversation and fun debates i don't know which one that's going to be but that's the one i want (laughs) i'm in the mood for that that's all that sounds good to me so basically, uh, what you're saying and what Corey, and he, yeah, <laughs> Corey, what you're saying that you want to hear and what Corey is agreeing to is uh, spanked. 
Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on. I'm ready for space. Uh, <laughs> How about um, you, Mark? Spanked or Judgment Day, apparently, are the two are the two landmines. I'm aware. Oh, I like man. Judgment Day. We, yeah, like we like Judgment Day. Day. Judgment yeah. Day was fun. Yeah, we <laughs> so, did that. Whatever. No, wait. Oh, wait. Um, the one, what was the one that you were... There was like two weeks ago, you were like, oh, I hope... Did you respawn it? Because it landed on... Oh, it was, doing it, the was, spin, it was it was spanked, on wasn't it? You hated. No, it was, yeah, no, no, it was, one. it was, uh, uh, pleasure dome. dome, uh, pleasure dome. dome. Thank pleasure you. Dome. Yeah. It was pleasure yeah. dome. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, actually, I would, I would really love to hear, uh, <laughs> pound cake from fu- the fuck album. Uh, I think pound cake is just a solid tune. It's been well, one of my favorites. No, no. Everybody wants to do pound cake. Let's do that on the live show when we can have like there Tom and everybody who wants to hop on a call. And spin the wheel. That'd be a great show to do. Pound cake. Don't wish that for tonight. Come on. Well, okay. Well, but hey, look. If we do a live show, then who knows what we'll get? We might. We might spin Van Halen three like three times. <laughs> At least we'll have uh, friends right, to help right. us get through. Fair enough. But you know what? Okay, fine. I retract the manifestation, and I would just like to hear something from Van Halen one. Uh, if if nothing else, just to just to remember what a uh, really good David Lee Roth sounded like before he sounded so tired. Ouch. Okay. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry, but it, it had to be said. I've already uh, uh, shuffled the wheel here. So what do you say, boys? Are you ready to go? I'm ready. Tom's ready. If Sammy's ready, take it away. Oh, this is going to be a good one. She's the woman. Different kind of truth. Oh, that's amazing. So close. This is funny. Dream is over. This this is funny. And let me explain why. Because when I hopped on Apple Music today, I noticed that a different kind of truth is all grayed out. It's not available. They took it off. So I went Mm. to Spotify and I looked for a different kind of truth. And it's not there either. I'm like, well, wow. we can't spin a track from a different kind of truth because I don't have my CD on me. That's and then true. we spin a fucking track from a different kind of truth. However, this is one of the two that is still on Apple Music. She's the woman and Tattoo <laughs> are still available as of right now on, That's right. on Apple Music. So we're okay. We're, we're okay. We're we, had to, tonight. We, yeah. we literally tested this out earlier just to make sure. Yeah. Um, that's hilarious. Um, but it was so close to The Dream Is Over. That would have been... Uh, that would have been wonderful. I would have loved to, that, to have heard and, that. And I'm looking directly at the wheel, and it's it's a, it's weird because the arrow is literally between "Can't Stop Loving You" and "The Dream Is Over." Yeah, either, that's right. Either, uh, well, either one would be would be awesome. But hey, yeah. I'm in. Let's do this. Well, there we go. So yeah, at, le- at least this is the one we can actually do. We can talk about. We don't have to respin the wheel <laughs> and ruin the integrity of the show once again. But uh, it's fine. Um. But yeah, I, I would really like to know why uh, this album, with the exception of these two songs, is blurred out. That's interesting. Um, but hey, yep. whatever. Uh, what uh, Do you have any anything uh, in particular, uh, any uh, correlation, familiarity with uh, this particular track, Corey? Uh, me? Uh, not so much. I know this was a, uh, a song that went all the way back to 1976. This was a demo that was on the uh, Gene Simmons uh, a demo tape that he produced uh, for Warner Brothers Records way back in 1976. And I know that uh, uh, Wolfgang kind of pulled it out of mothballs and uh, thought, hey, you know, we should actually work on this. This is actually pretty good. And uh, if I remember correctly, it was a single 
uh, off of uh, a different kind of truth. Uh, Tom, what were your thoughts on a different kind of truth? See, I, I was okay. Confession time. I'm, I'm still just a little bit mad at Eddie Van Halen for kicking Michael Anthony out of the band. I have look. I have no animosity whatsoever towards Wolfgang. Okay, it, it's all good. It's all fine. Um, and ironically, I was reading uh, the eruption conversations with Eddie Van Halen book this morning, and came across the interview with uh, that Wolfgang and Eddie did. And he, Eddie, literally says, "Well, we didn't. You know, I didn't kick anybody out of the band to get Wolfie in the band." You know, he was just here. And I said, hey, we need a bass player. Do you need it? And I'm like, you had a bass player. What happened to Michael Anthony? Yeah. All that aside, um, with that in mind, I wasn't really interested in getting into to, uh, a different kind of truth. I didn't even buy it for like the first year it came out. And to be honest, the, the first track you guys did off of it, which I don't even remember which one it was, kind of inspired me to actually go back and actually listen to the full album for like the first time. And so it's fairly brand new to me at this point. And you know what, uh, to us too, when we started the show, like I, I gave it a few spins, but, and I knew I had some of my standout tracks and actually this is one of them. Uh, I loved She's the Woman when I first heard it. Uh, Mark, uh, I know you were kind of uh, new to a different kind of truth as well, weren't you? Yeah. Um... I've definitely heard uh, She's the Woman, though, but it's, it's probably only been one time since I've heard it, and it's been a while. So if I'm being perfectly honest, this is going to be kind of a fresh take. Cool. Perfect. I, I think you guys, yeah, absolutely. I think you guys are in for a treat. This is a gooder. If you guys are ready, uh, here's a little She's the Woman from 2012's A Different Kind of Truth. <laughs> It, it's definitely got that that early Van Halen energy, you know. Mm -hmm. That groove is there, and and with the high bass. If you go back and listen to the early Van Halens, Michael Anthony was doing a lot of high stuff along with Eddie. So yeah, this that absolutely tracks as an earlier as an early pullback. pullback? It's a good start. Oh. It's a very good intro. Yeah. Yep. Let's just pause real quick, okay? Shall we? Tom knows. Tom knows what's coming. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I'm I'm high on luck. I want to be your knight in shining pickup truck. What the fuck is that? Come on, that's great. That's that was good that shit. great. That's good shit. <laughs> No, <laughs> he didn't reference a lunch pail once. No, he referenced himself <laughs> as a an, an automobile, like, but yeah. not like a clever, not in a clever way. I want to be your knight, knight in shining, shining pickup pick truck. truck. Good That's Lord. a great line. It's a great line. I'm a little on cash, I... but I'm high on luck. Come on. Yeah. Okay. 
I want to be, yeah, I'm a low on cash. I'm high on luck. I want to be your knight in shining pickup truck. What? No. What? That's a no. great line. That's a great I line. I don't understand how that's a great line, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what about uh, Take It Easy from the Eagles? You know, they, they reference pickup trucks. It's, it's very reminiscent of that. They don't call themselves pickup trucks. <laughs> <laughs> Night and shiny pickup truck. Means he's kind of like a, an everyman, right? He's just your your average drone a pickup truck, but a little special. He's a knight. I, I, <laughs> he's especially he's a knight. Uh, I, sure, that is a. I, I, I love your interpretive brain, uh, Corey. Is it a Chevy <laughs> or a Dodge? That's the question. I mean, he. Okay, he, seven seven words. She puts the cream in my coffee. You can't fucking say anything about these lyrics when Sammy Hagar wrote that. Yeah, but I'm just I'm just proving a point here. And it's actually it correlates to the earlier discussion where like every time we shit on Sammy and Dave being the superior lyricist, all of a sudden we get a song. We get a song where Dave is making no damn sense. But but you know what? It's just the first verse. So let's see where it goes. Come on. That's great. Because it's knight in shining armor, he's a knight in shining pickup truck. Great line. Oh my god! I disagree with you there. <laughs> you are wrong, sir. Tom, where do you okay. land on that? Uh, no, I'm staying out of this one. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> what a guest! What a guest! Yeah, he's smart. He knows what he's doing. All right, let's keep uh -huh. going. <laughs> Okay, it's looking like the city towed my other apartment. Great line. I mean, right? but, he, but he's a but he's a knight in a shining pickup truck. So does that mean that city towed the pickup truck? It's him. No, I mean, they they, what, they, they towed the mobile homes. Stay with right. the program, Tom. There, there's a he narrative. Says, you just got to follow it. You see, Tom, the the pickup truck is the Chevy. The Chevy is his summer home. They've already towed ah, his uh his apartment. That's right. <laughs> yes. Yep. And and look, as someone who's been binging Trailer Park Boys for quite a while now, I must say, like that's <laughs> hilarious for that reason. Uh, but <laughs> otherwise, but I will say, in its simplicity, the chorus is very good and sung very well. I, I think this is, is in kind yeah, of Dave's fun. wheelhouse, right? He did a really good job. And this this loops back. I was listening to uh, to the Mothership, um, Out of Thunder. Um, ironically, they were doing Chicken Foot's uh, "Oh Yeah." And oh, yeah. complaining about the simplicity uh -huh. of Sammy's lyrics in that one. So <laughs> she's the woman being a chorus on this one. Uh, maybe those Pot of Thunder guys need to reevaluate their their filio there. But that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they should listen to uh maybe they should listen to the fucking up for breakfast. I don't know. <laughs> No, they, they did. They did. They oh, did. did. Okay, 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 good. Yeah. So, <laughs> they wow. they roasted it worse I, than it was, we did. It was rough. All oh, right, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, have to go back so. and listen to that episode. <laughs> we were we were fucking generous to up for breakfast compared to the Pot of Thunder Boys. Oh, well, I boy. can't wait to go <laughs> go back and listen to that. It is it is a fun hour of podcast. Let me tell you, if you guys haven't heard <laughs> the Pot of Thunder Up for Breakfast show, do it. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> Was cool. Said if you're doing business with me, honey, what does that make you? Stop, because I'm like a deep point. You're a nervous wreck. You're IQ moments, 14 pointer, thunder, thunder, 
that's fantastic. Your IQ plummets 14 points per thunder thong around your neck. Come on. No, look, I, I have been rendered stupid uh, around a beautiful lady. Yeah, I get it. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's probably a better way he could have worded that, but it's, it's fine. We're not, I'm not going to nitpick everything that's that Dave writes. He, you know what? He could have talked about her lunch pail, whatever the fuck that is. We heard that song last week. He almost lost me. Fate, fate is my pimp, but she was cool. Like, what? But you know, I the rest of it, the rest of it made more sense. Like, well, okay, okay. I mean, no, the, the fate is the fate led him to her or her to him, mm -hmm. and, yeah. it just, and it it worked in the moment, so that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I, I look, I have never participated in uh, uh, any sort of like uh, buying of uh, you know sexual sure. pleasures, so I've never well, had to deal. Oh, with come on, him. come, I know, I've never, no, I, I'll come. <laughs> Absolutely clean, <laughs> free, <laughs> free of prostitution dates. So, Sorry, uh, I, I forgot I was I wasn't doing a show with John Mariano. Sorry about that. That's right. There you go. <laughs> he's in. He's hitting the dating scene right now. So you know, he's uh, single. Uh, ladies. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I don't know. I, I don't have experience with uh, the whole pimp and uh, pimp game. So I don't know. I don't know how it works. <laughs> that solo section uh, i just nice. want to point out what alex was doing at the beginning of that there was amazing it was better than what eddie was doing and then eddie kicked in like just hold on mm -hmm. big brother and and lay down a, a great <laughs> fucking solo i love that whole section well eddie eddie was uh kind of throwing it back sort of uh kind of retro style uh very very kind of 70s funk ish uh sort of giving it that little the wah effect while alex did his thing and then it's like okay you're done my turn but <laughs> just to point out not to be undone whatsoever while eddie is just like tearing the fretboard apart alex is still like just pumping through that rhythm section like hardcore him and mike uh or no i'm sorry not, uh, not wolfie. Mike. uh yeah not mike wolfie uh are just like going at it full force actually i think this this sounds like the bigger musical section to me uh just based on that so uh very very fiery and explosive I had a very slick solo. I mean, it was just it just kind of tickled in your ears, and it's and it, I I I found the solo actually a little more laid back than the energy of the song in the beginning. Kind of, you know, he kind of took it in a different direction for a little bit there, not in a bad way, of course, because mm -hmm. let's face it, no. it's Eddie. But yeah, that that melodic magic was right there, and I meant to meant to mention by the way that the backing vocals are very strong. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's. It, it, 
I almost don't miss Mike. <laughs> the, the, only, the only way I miss Mike is knowing that that's not Mike. So, you know, it, it, it fits the ear. It's, it's classic. It's a classic Van Halen sound. 100% Wolfie does a fantastic job uh, through the he whole really album. Does. Yeah, not, yeah, not just this track, but... Uh, oh, yeah, uh, definitely. Something to regret tomorrow morning This suburban garage is wild, was worth exploring Yeah, dreams come true! Okay, you're going to shit on that lyric, but I love that lyric. <laughs> this suburban garage at Trois was worth exploring? That's brilliant. That's good one. I just want to know what a suburban garage at Trois is supposed to be. Exactly. Oh, you know. I mean... You know. Do I? Because no. I, my brain could go in a hundred different directions about where what I think it might mean, but I hey, don't know. All you need to know is it's worth exploring. If the opportunity <laughs> presents itself, give it a try. Nicely done. Nicely done. Now that's great. She got a doorbell sign. You better bring it or don't ring it. Yeah. Hmm. All right. No, I'm, I'm actually. The, the, the... Go ahead. The chorus is good. The chorus is great. Like I, I love what he's doing with the chorus, even in its simplicity. It's great. I, I just I'm love still that stuck, I'm still stuck back on, but it, uh, dreams come true, but it remains to be seen by the time mine usually do. It's no longer me. I that I I don't know what to make of that. <laughs> it may not make the most sense. I'll give you that. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So that that part mm. that that I will concede. Make... I will concede I that first. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably referring uh -huh. to, uh, you know, just being a completely different person with different dreams by the time his original dreams came true. I don't know. Um, it's just an interpretation. Uh, okay. That's all good. It's Dave. All I know is she's got a doorbell movie. sign. You better bring do? it or don't ring it. That's all uh, I know. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's good. <laughs> she's the one All right, that's She's the Woman well, from A Different Kind of Truth. It was the most played song from that album uh, on both the tours, uh, you know, in 2012, 2015, 2013, and actually four times that. in 1976, according to setlist.fm. Apparently, oh, wow. they played this uh, late June uh, in Starwood, at the Starwood in West Hollywood in 1976. Huh. There's, um, the, I have the lyrics pulled up on my phone. There's literally a YouTube video for the 1978 demo oh, um, nice. listed. So there's a video out there. I don't know if it's actual video footage, probably just the audio. Um, I actually think I've got a bootleg um, Van Halen at the best, which was one of the early, early live shows that I've, I'm almost sure a version of this song is on, although it's been a while since I've looked at it, so I'm not 100% sure. There we are with She's the Woman. It's, you know, I can honestly see why this might be the most played track off the album because it's a pretty uh, rock and Van Halen tune. Um, but now comes to the part you all are ready for because uh, this is where we decide if the song is a yay or a nay. Is it what dreams were made of or is the dream over? Uh, we, we've had our thoughts about this album before and some of it's... Uh, uh, some of the songs that we've done. Tom, you are our guest, though. 
self-appointed Van Halen fan. But would oh, you say, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but would you say that, yeah, yeah, and friend of the show, obviously, and we and we adore you for that. Thank you. Um, but would you say that she's the woman is what dreams are made of, or is the dream over? You know, a lot of people, like, when this album came out, were like, oh, they pulled a bunch of stuff, old stuff, and why are they redoing stuff? Why not do new? But look, you can bring out the past. You can put it, you know, you can sand it down, put a little put a little extra paint on there, and make it sound great. And like I said, you know, this, this harkens back to the classic. Classic Van Halen one sound. Um, you know, it's, it's short, it's tight. Sure, there's a couple of wonky lyrics in there, but it's Dave. There's always going to be a couple of wonky lyrics in there. And that's fine. I'm good with it. So yeah, I'll I'll put this in the playlist today. Well, there you go. Yeah, fantastic. So then, uh, I have a pretty good idea of where this is going to go, but I'm just going to go ahead and ask Corey. <laughs> she's the woman uh, of of the dreams or uh, of your nightmares, yay or nay? Hmm. Oh God. <laughs> I love this song. I love everything about this song. Yeah, there's that one wonky little first. That's fine. I thought the lyrics were great. I thought David sounded great. I thought the band sounded fucking great. I love this album. This is one of the standouts on the album for me. This is 100%, no questions asked, what dreams are made of. But the real question, uh, I was pretty sure where Tom was going to lie. I knew where I was lying. It's all up to Mark Kamire to make this a clean sweep. And I know oh, you're, you were trying to shit on Dave's lyrics, and I'm pretty sure I... I, I fended that off because obviously his lyrics are brilliant. <laughs> so it's going to come down to Mark Meyer. Is this what dreams are made of for you or is the dream over? Well, the answer just might surprise you, but. But let's get it out of the way. All right. If <laughs> if if we can allow uh, Sammy some leeway with uh, some of his ridiculous lyrics, we have to do the same for Dave. Um, not all the lyrics in this song are Come particularly. Uh, yeah, it's not Hemingway writing this shit, uh, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it's fine. Nevertheless, it works for the song. Um, this is another one where I thought I was probably not going to be into it just because. I don't know. Uh, this is not a particular album that I have great affection for because I, you know, I'm still fairly new to it. Um, it sort of passed me by when it hit. However, we've been pleasantly surprised before. I know I have. the 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 middle section of the song uh, once again came in and saved the day. Uh, if if we didn't have such a good strong middle section with uh, the solos uh, or the intro to the solo, the bridge, whatever you want to call that, when, as I mentioned, Eddie kind of goes into sort of this uh, 70s funk sort of interlude while Alex is doing his thing. And then they both come in, uh, like the the instrumentalists just come in and just really, really drive that, that beat home. Um, if not for that, if it hadn't gone the way it did, I might have been just kind of, this song is eh to me. But however, it's not. This was a fun song, despite uh, despite lyrics aside, this was fun. Um, this is I can understand why this was the standout, and frankly, this song is a banger, so it deserves to stand out on this album, and I think in 
the overall at least dave era of uh the echelon of van halen so yes i will go ahead and tell you yeah she's the woman (laughs) is in fact what dreams are made of so congrats all you pro Davers, you see, I'm not, I'm not so against Dave, am I? I can, I can point out when it's shit, but when it redeems itself. I damn it, I had a, I had a lead into this, and I completely, <laughs> I completely lost it. Um, if you don't like the, generally in a Van Halen song, if you don't like the lyrics, the music will generally always save it because the mm-hmm. band is just so tight, and and it just, it just, you know, Eddie is a genius, of course, and mm-hmm. Alex is right there with him. And it's just it's just magic, and we all know Wolfgang Wolfgang's talents by now. Um, if you haven't heard his heard uh, his album, by all means, God, go out and get it because it's just amazing. And yeah. uh, one other bit of, of uh, Van Halen news, by the way, saw that uh, Wolfie te- or tweeted today that he's starting to work on the guitars, and mm-hmm. he's got a great shot of that new Eddie model. Um, that he and Fender have been working on in the yes. in the tweet that he posted. So it's it's like I'm now I need one of those because that's a very cool guitar. <laughs> yeah, drums and bass are done. He's working on guitars and then vocals, and who knows, maybe by Christmas might have like a, a Mammoth Two release, which we he can, he can take all the time he wants. It's all good. Absolutely. Yep. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. He's 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 going at it pretty hard. So I mean, it's it's really only a matter of time, and and then the mastering process. I'm sure will take some time. Yeah. But there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, hard at work, that Wolfie, uh, and we look forward to it. So, yeah, there it is. She's the woman. Was in fact a clean sweep of what dreams are made of. I'm no. I know that Corey's happy. I hope Tom is happy. Uh, yeah. And I hope you, the listener, are happy with the results. So, uh, <laughs> and if there not, it is. The poll is and, yeah, coming. It, it, yeah, Let us yeah, know. of course. My DMs are open. Bring it on. I got <laughs> See, this. Tom knows the format. Yeah, he'll tell you how the show goes. Yeah, this, <laughs> I tell you. there will be a poll. Look out for the rock and poll and uh, it, give us your feedback. If this one is at ninety ten, uh, I'm I'm not going to understand Van Halen fandom. <laughs> I can tell you straight up. I I'm nearly positive this is not going to be a ninety ten. <laughs> this is not going. I don't Probably think this not, is going to yeah. vote the way. I don't I don't know if this, this is going to vote the way you think. Um, I could be wrong. I've been wrong. You're probably before. right. No, you're probably right. <laughs> I've been time surprised by tell. the polls before. Yeah. Yep. Well, uh, time will tell, and uh, it's up to you guys. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, if you're listening to the show right now, then the poll is already up. So uh, go on over to our Twitter at Podcast Will Rock and uh, give us a vote. Uh, Corey, where can the good people find uh, all of the stuff that we have going in one uh, place, one one stop shop? Tell them what we got. Well, I tell you, the one stop shop is www.podcastwillrock.com. You can get all of our past episodes. You can get some merch. I know Tom, you can't yeah. see it, but he's sporting the and the podcast will rock coffee mug. That's a Woo-hoo. quality mug. Good purchase there, Tom. Um, and I, we have had a lot of people uh, filling out the online forum and saying, hey, we'd like the show. We want to come on. I think we have guests now until February or March of next year. So that's great wow. that so many Van Halen fans want to come on the show and talk about Van Halen. But if you don't want to wait for an actual show, you know, like a, a, a show proper, we're doing a live show Saturday, November 5th. Uh, I don't I don't know if I've cleared this with Mark. I'm announcing it here, though. We're going to go live. <laughs> we're going to post a link on our Twitter. If you want to come on the show, Tom, you're more than welcome. Anybody who's been on the show before, anyone waiting, you know, their place in line, we're going to spin the wheel probably twice. 
and we're going to knock out a couple of shows live. Uh, yeah. You know, and uh, we're going to get as many people on it as we can. Uh, spin the wheel and talk about Van Halen. So if you're interested in that, I'm hoping Tom will come on because he did a great job here tonight. But um, let's do this live to celebrate our one-year anniversary. Saturday, November 5th, uh, let's call it right now, 9 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Mountain Time, 8 o'clock Mark Time. Uh, we'll post the link on our Twitter, and uh, we're going to do this live, and we're going to get as many people on as we can, and we'll, we'll try and get two shows out of it. It'll be shows 51 and 52 in our uh, journey to cover every single officially released Van Halen song. So I'm very much looking forward to that. If you don't want to wait your turn, uh, grab the link and come on board and, and let's talk a little Van Halen on November 5th. That is going to be a very, very fun show. And we appreciate all of you guys uh, listening, keeping the discussion going and being the reason why we get, we are going to do this, uh, why we keep doing this. So thank you. And one of those people are here on the show that has uh, been very vocal and very uh, uh, it, informative and supportive and we appreciate him tom thank you so much for being on the show hey you got anything you want to plug or let the people know where they can find you to shout you out well i'm on twitter at base b-a-s-s-p-l-y-r 5150 um i've had that handle forever it's been my email it's, it was my email when email was hotmail if that, if that <laughs> tells you how, how long i've been doing this thing um but i'm there um, all I've got is support your libraries, support your local independent bookstores, and just be go out there and be kind to people because it's awesome. it's rough, man. Just be kind. It's all good. Well said. And I want to well I want to thank you guys for the for heck throwing open the doors, um, inviting me on. I it's, it took a while. That's cool. I had patience. <laughs> I didn't want to bug you, but th this is such a great interactive space, um, and you guys are great, and I love the show. So thank you very so much. much. It's been a blast. Yeah. Thank always, you for sticking with us. Always a good time. Us. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for your patience. Yeah. We uh, we're, we're trying, you guys, and we we appreciate the uh, the high demand of people who actually want to be on the show and want to talk to us and talk some Van Halen. That's very mm -hmm. flattering, and we'll get to you. We assure you. The the honestly, the best course of action. If you've been waiting this long, uh, hit up the live show when we do our uh, our anniversary <laughs> podcast. There's a bigger chance you'll get on in that one real quick so uh do that uh cory where can the people find you personally oh they could find me at cd morset on twitter uh they can find me i do a couple of shows with uh, john mariano uh backtracks aerosmith revisited where we break down the entire uh, aerosmith catalog and backtracks theme music where we're talking everything uh music from movies we're having a lot of fun on that show as well and of course they can find the show i, I mentioned www.podcastlerock.com uh, at Podcast Will Rock on Twitter, and as part of the Deep Dive Podcasting Network. Uh, amazing shows as par uh, part of this network. Let's just go through them real quick. Uh, we have the Deep Purple Podcast, Sabbath Bloody Podcast, Skinnered Reconsidered, In the Lap of the Pods, The Magician's Podcast, which is everything Uriah Heap, Hawk Binge, Maiden A to Z, Diary of the Mad Men, The Metal Gods Podcast, talking everything Judas Priest, uh, universally speaking, talking everything Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, Backtrack Aerosmith Revisited, So Far, So Pod, So What, talking everything Megadeth, uh, The Tom Petty Project, and T-Bones Prime Cuts. Boom. What a list. What a show. You're, you're never going to be bored at the Deep Dive Podcasting Network, I assure you. Uh, and, uh, and if you want to debate that, you can find me at Twitter and Instagram, or on Twitter and Instagram, at mark the bat go ahead send me your debates send me your your complaints i'm happily happy to answer them because 
it's it's just fun for me at this point uh to just <laughs> get into de- meaningless debates but it's fine it's fine um tell me why you are pro dave and anti sammy i'm here for the conversation <laughs> yeah even though it probably won't be uh it will probably won't go the way you think it will it's fine um but i'm always up for a, a good discussion about rock music anything involving van halen whatsoever because why else will we be doing the show we are not experts we're not historians we're just humble simple fans who enjoy the music and are rediscovering it through this journey on the show just like you are rediscovering the music with this show if you've been with us for this long we appreciate you but that is the journey that is the show we are and the podcast will rock and we will rock you later later